Hello, human peoples. You're listening to the podcast network of Gamefully Unemployed. Support us and gain access to great exclusive podcasts like Fox Mulder is a Maniac, Tom and Jeff Watch Batman, Star Trek The Next Futurama, and our latest show, Spiel Boys. Head over to patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. We do game streaming, movie nights with our patrons every Friday night, and you can even commission your own podcast about anything you want. Literally anything, within reason, and we have to do it. You are quite frankly out of excuses not to go visit patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. That's patreon.com slash G-A-M-E-F-U-L-L-Y unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. Yeah. Ho, 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 ho. Ho, ho. Hip-hop, hooray. Ho. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, what, what are we doing? What's happening here? I, why, why did I any know, of that man. happen? I, don't, I have no excuses this time because we already recorded one. And now I'm like, well, I should be ready. You should be into it now, yeah. Hi, everybody. Hello, everyone. My name is David Bell. My name is Tom Ryman. And we just watched Once. Woots. Just once. Woots. Oh, yeah. I've seen this more like twice. Am I right? No? (laughs) This isn't working. (laughs) This is working. Da, 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 da. Back at home. You don't want to go for a walk or something, huh? Listen, thank you to Mickey for Therapy 2023. Mickey for Therapy 2023 is the one who has uh, uh, asked us to watch 2007's Once, uh, an Irish musical. Um, mm, Mickey for Therapy had us watch The Commitments last time. It feels like there's a pattern for it. It feels like Mickey has a mission. Yes. There's a design here. There's a plan, a plot. To get us to love Irish musicals, uh, I guess that's it. Um, but thank you, Mickey, for therapy, for having us watch once a movie I had already seen. Um, Tom, I know you didn't, so I'm curious to hear your thoughts. This was 2007. This was a darling that year. It won Best Song at the Academy Awards. I remember that very clearly. I also remember the um, the, the actor and actress... Um, who are in this, who aren't actors and actresses, um, not professionally, they wrote the song. So they were on stage accepting the award. And I remember that they fucking had him speak and then they they played her off before she could speak. Oh, sweet. And John Stewart, John Stewart, the host, after the ad break came on and he was like, no, she's doing her speech and basically (laughs) had her come back up. And I really appreciated that because... Oh, wow. Like... It's just like, no, yeah, they both wrote the song. Fuck you, Academy Awards. Play the woman off after he gave his speech. No, 
no yeah it's let them fucking both speak yeah and i clearly john stewart went backstage and was like this is not happening (laughs) so i appreciate thank you john stewart that's the only good thing you've ever done true Um, true yeah not looking it up that and big daddy yes yes of course god yeah Mm. big daddy he really gave us a gift of big daddy he really did. Tom, how did you like 2007's Once? Dave, I loved this movie. Oh, I, high five! I fucking loved this movie. Okay, so I was prepared. My statement, no matter what your answer, this is the sappiest movie that fucks me up. I love this movie, Tom. This movie fucks me. It does. Um, it does. I wouldn't call it overly sappy. It is a little bit. No, no, but that, I, I guess... Yeah. In, in the, but I... I I give it a lot of leeway because of what it's about. Uh yeah. because it's about uh it's about the way that music um unites people and 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 binds people and bonds people together and that, that it it sort of it, it doesn't last. It's very it's very finite by its nature. You know, it's only the length of a song or the length of a collaboration or the length of a performance, but it brings people together for this beautiful expression of everything it means to be a person. Uh, Just just once. And just once, just once. And then everybody goes their separate ways. And it's fucking beautiful, Dave. It's a beautiful goddamn movie. I cry watching this movie. It's really wept watching this movie. (laughs) Yeah. Again, this movie fucks me up. Would you believe that the title once isn't referring to what you just said, according to the director? Um, sure. Yeah. That's how art I works. Think it, I'm very yeah. curious to want to know what, what their intent was. So according to my, my investigations, um, uh, uh, first of all, I, I shouldn't say that. I'm sure the director also knows that's what the title means, right? Like you don't call it once and not also because it's all about street music. Right, exactly. Specifically. specifically people who have been cast out. Yeah. Like, sort of like um, wanderers or people with no feels like, feel like they have no home and then finding yeah. this family within music just because of the the way that it brings people together so like no matter where yeah. you go he's playing a guitar on the street and that's how she finds him and he finds the rest of the band for the recording just because they're playing on a street and they just find them yeah what the director said was once also refers to the phrase i'll focus on my music dot 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 once I get this other stuff done, meaning people who, and you can see it in this, the idea of the people have to, you have answer to do to it. life. Yeah. Yeah. You have this, she has a kid, you know, like the, the, it's like they have shit they have to do. And it's about that idea of like, in order to pursue your dream, you have to be selfish, right? You, you have to, it's kind I would argue, uh, remember La La Land, this, fucking kicks la la land's ass it's essentially the same premise oh yeah two people like who are having to choose between each other and art and having to play with that that idea um but la la land was made by someone who doesn't understand the idea of like a street musician right it's like in la la land they're both like the best at what they do and and it was like like it didn't feel like I, I I love the filmmaking of La La Land, but I always thought the message and the story was like bad. Mm-hmm. I always thought it was just like flawed. Mm-hmm. Um, this feels like that, but like the better version. Well, it's it's not about it's about their collaboration. It's it's not about yeah. um, 
they're not they're not about they're i see how they're i definitely recognize how they're similar but they're not about the same thing they're not like addressing the same thing this is more yeah, about no. how people come together and it's it's less about like being selfish to, to pursue your dream than realizing that this was not meant to last like it's it's not just right. that he decides to go to London to chase his dreams. Her husband comes back and wants to raise, right. help her raise the kid. And she's like, I do not want my daughter to grow up without a, a father. Yeah. You know? And then she it, has, she has, she's taking, helping take care of her mother as well. Like she has a number of other responsibilities and it's, it's, they, they came together for this brief moment to create this beautiful recording. Uh, and that, that has to be it. That's all it could be. Yeah. And it's it's tragic, you know. And, like and, that's and, the it's, thing. It's, it is tragic, but it, it, it's more bittersweet. Yes, because it's not like at the end you're like, oh, their lives are bad. They have no. fine lives at the end. They they um, they leave each other much better than where they were when they met. Yes, but it, they, it's they, the lost they, in translation yeah. of it all, right? Yeah. Um, but unlike lost in translation, lost in translation, I'm like, no, don't. You, you, and what it, it ends with it ends with rather than her him i love this so much like it ends with he doesn't get that last goodbye like she doesn't no. come by to see him he, he he throws it out there he's like hey i'm leaving tomorrow to go to london do you want to come by later tonight for like you know one last hangout and then she sort of throws the idea that there's a possibility they might have sex and he's like well yeah sure I, i'd be down with that as well why don't you come over? And she never shows. And then he goes right. over the next morning to try to say goodbye. And she's not there. It's just her mom there with the little girl. So he never gets that final goodbye. But rather than doing some like leaving some message or or like running back, you know, getting up yeah, from the it's, plane it's, from the airport and running back to her house, he he buys her a, that piano and has it delivered to her house. So like he gives her, you know, it's, it's, it's you know, in, in a very... Uh, simplistic and cheesy way he gives her music right like he leaves right. her with the ability to do what she just helped him do like she helped him yeah. put him on his way to achieving his dream and now he is he's doing the same for her right and it, there's this idea that she's sort of been shelved right yeah it's almost like they have she's, an acceptance speech yeah. and she's played off yeah. instead of getting yeah, her yeah, speech. Yeah. Well, uh, like, yeah, it, it's, it, it's, it, it's, she's the one whose life is more on hold, right? He's the one that yeah. has the freedom. She doesn't exactly. have the freedom. So it's like, he leaves her with this piano. Like we, you know, we learned that her father was a music, like a concert musician. Um, but she's had to sort of put music up because she got pregnant very young. And now she has to try to make ends meet, you know, her and her mother and her daughter live together in this tiny apartment. Um, it so she just has all these. She can't get to her once, I guess. Uh, as as the exactly, director for yeah. it in the same way that he can, but he leaves her with a piano. So at, at the, he so she can start like at at oh now I have a piano in the house. I can not only can I get started on my dream, but it's also about the idea of like music bringing together. So it's like paying it forward. So it's like now you can share music with the people around you, right? Because she didn't have um, a way to do that before. Yeah, and it's it, it is a very great ending, and it's yeah. it's basically like it's a romantic comedy. If the romantic comedy had a more realistic ending, right? Right, That's where they don't sweet. Well, they don't even kiss. I don't think. No, they don't do the big. It's just awkward conversations yeah. for the most part. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it, so um, it it starts basically with him as this musician on the street, um, and uh, 
they do this great shot where they they spend a little time with him as a musician on the street he's clearly like struggling um a guy this like dirt bag is like this only his only like person listening and then he just steals his money um which i thought was genuinely good humor because when the guy steal the guy first is like He's like taking a piss in the alley where he comes out and he's just like, yeah, man, you're doing great. And he's like, come on, man. It's like, don't fucking steal like, my money. Get away from my bags. Yeah, like, and I'm he's not like steal trying to sing. <laughs> he's trying to sing at the same time. And he keeps being like, dude, come on. And then he puts a little money in and then he grabs the money and he chases after him silently. And I think that's the funny part is that it's just this silent yeah. chase that like like a dog when you know shit's really going down. And then he like hands a guy his guitar and he's like, hold this. And he they run into a store and then he runs out the other side of the store. <laughs> and that yeah. got me. And then basically he he they like they give up and the guy's like, all right, fucking fine. And so it's just clear like it's not going great. Um, and then they. And, and also there's, they, a, there's um, a subtle thing there that he's not doing what he's supposed to be doing, right? This One of the things right. that, one of the first things that she says to him when they meet, and these characters don't have names, by the way. Yeah, they don't. Um, they're they, credited as guy part, and girl. He, he says, is herself home at one point? And I was like, oh, that's interesting. Like, he, yeah, they avoid her name yeah, they, or anything. And names. his name. They, they yeah. name other characters. It's just not these two. Uh, no. But so the first one of the first com- the first conversation they have is she comes up to him while he's playing on the street at night. And she's like, hey, I like that song. That's an original song. Right. And he's like, yeah, it's something I've been working on. She's like, well, you should play that during the day when there's more people around to hear it. And he says, well, I won't make as much money. People during the day, there's more people outside. Yeah, but they want to hear songs they know and I won't make as much money. And then she's like, are you right. is, are you doing this to make money? Yeah. Yeah, so like, he also, so, he's like rude to her because she doesn't give him much money. And she's like, yeah, is this for money? Do you, do you need me to give you money for well, this? Yeah, and then that, like, that, yeah. that flashes back to that scene where he, he hands a stranger his guitar. He says, hold yeah. this to the stranger so he can chase this dude down for about nine bucks. Yeah, exactly. And then he ends up giving the guy half of it anyway. Yeah, so it's like, it's very clear he's in this weird like he's, right. he's he knows living, he knows he wants to play like, i've been in this this is another reason why this movie hit me so hard is i've been i was i was in a band a uh, struggling musician with dreams throughout my entire 20s so i have right. been this dude where it's just like yeah uh, you get yeah you don't even you know you want to play but it's like you're not doing it for the right reasons or like it's he's just doing it in a way where he's just sort of spinning his wheels and 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 staying in place like the he's he's where... not he's not taking the risk that he should take yeah the part where she shows up by the way i want to talk about the filmmaking um at some point but i have to point out it's a wide shot of him on the street the camera oh yeah slowly pushes in it's a handheld shot it pushes in on him fi- fi- finishing the song he's alone on the street like completely alone so there's this idea that he's on the street playing for nobody like no one's listening to him you don't even see people crossing in the shot so he is just singing into the void yeah and it zooms in on him and then it pulls out slightly and there she is yep. so it's this idea of he's alone in this void and then now he's not um and it's like for a movie that's made on a nearly zero budget the biggest the most expensive shot can you guess what it was in this movie um it would either be that shot or it would be i can't remember if there are any crane shots in this 
There's a crane shot at the end. That's it. And then. that's the most expensive <laughs> shot. Yep. Uh, that's it. it and this was mostly paid by the, the Irish Film Board. Um, it's very low budget. Appar- apparently, Cillian Murphy was in talks for this. Oh, really? Um, yeah. And I think it's just like he liked the script. But um, ultimately, it was... And I guess he was a musician. Oh. Because um, it's, like it's, it's clearly actor. written for a m- musicians. musicians. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I, ultimately, it's probably good that it w- he wasn't in it because this worked out really well. Uh, it was also controversial, the song, because I guess the song wasn't necessarily written for the movie and it's like best song has to be written for a movie. Um, but it, it uh, there's like a little bit of eligibility talks, but I'm glad. And obviously the best song is the credit song and the song that they work together. The first song the first they play scene. together in the, in the music, yeah. in the music shop. Yeah. And it's yeah, also, exactly. also he sort of conjures her out of the void, right? Because it's the first, yeah. it's the first time he's, this is the scene where he's actually playing from his heart and doing what means something to him because he's actually playing the song that he wrote. Whereas earlier, yes. he's just being a jukebox to make money. This yeah. is where he's actually expressing himself, and that's when she appears. Yes, and so that's actually what I... Uh, I'm glad you brought that up because the thing about the filmmaking, so no budget, you can tell, shot on long lenses. Apparently, when that guy did the scene where he steals the money, one of the takes, a passersby tried to stop him. <laughs> And they're all like, oh, no, 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 no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we're, filming, we're filming a movie. We're filming a movie. Um, because it's shot on long lenses. When they're in that diner later, it's like clear that they're shooting. They're stealing the shots. Like, they steal most shots in this. Yeah. Um, that said, this is a musical. And what I mean by that is that I it, it is a, a musical in the sense that when the music happens, it functions the way a musical normally would be. So he's singing the song when he meets the girl and that's a musical moment. Like that's what would happen in any musical, right? Um, they both sing their feelings to each other in various ways. Like the music is used. Like think of, uh, I don't know, Aladdin. He has a song. She has a song. They have a song together. It represents their love. Like, and, and then they sing to, you know, you sing to each other at like the third act to say like, this is how I'm feeling. That all happens in this movie. Yes. Um, and it happens diegetically. Like, it happens mm-hmm. completely fucking... Um, uh, they're just playing music, but it's the, it's the entire format from beginning and end is a musical. And that, I thought, was really fucking impressive um, that they were able to do it. It's very, very subtle, too. Yeah, it's very subtle, but it's all there. And they find these ways. Like, they know when to stay on a song, and they know when to have, like... Like, he does a song, and it just shows him doing his life, right? Working. And so it's like that... You'd see that in a musical, right? Where it's like someone's singing a song, but we're seeing another scene happen. Later, she's writing lyrics for his music, has to go get batteries, mm-hmm. and is walking down the street from getting batteries, singing the singing song, the lyrics she to the wrote, Walkman. yeah. And it's her song. It's a song about how it's about looking for satisfaction is the song. I believe the lyrics are around that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then later her song that she plays, is it also about how she can't, she to satisfy her ex, she needs to give up her life. So like, that's the theme of her is like the idea of satisfaction in the sense of finding, you know, her music being able to do what she wants to do. Yeah. Um, and so, like, the songs that they're writing is also very much um, in relation to what's going on in the in the movies, right? Like, it's... it's uh, God damn. 
it's it's really good it's a really good musical for that reason like their song together starts with what i don't know you but i want you like it's just it's about them Mm -hmm. it's about their moment together um so fucking good so yeah they meet each other um and she at first they have this conversation and and he's like i fix vacuum cleaners she's like oh shit i have a broken vacuum cleaner and she actually does yeah um, and they do this, um, that's when they do the montage where he like calls his ex, he's working at the shop. Um, you see this idea that like they, they start going out to do the vacuum thing and she's like quirky about it where he's like, I don't really have my tools. And she's like, well, I'll just bring my vacuum. And you know, they essentially go on a date where she has her vacuum the whole time. <laughs> um, and they're talking about their lives and goals. And that's when she like lets it slip. Like, oh yeah, I, I also, I play piano. Um, yeah. And her dad was like a concert violinist. Yeah. And so there becomes a set, this interest where it's like, it's not romantic right away. Like she's, she at first is like, she's the one, like it's clear that he makes a move on her, right? He says something and she's like, all right, bye. Um, after this. Yes. It's yeah. <laughs> and, and so she's fascinated with him because she hears him on the street and she just likes him musically. And then I think, the, she, he's like, obviously, I think she likes him too. It's just, he, he was moving too fast. Yes. And then he likes her at first. Just he, he hasn't heard her play. And then there's this scene where she plays piano and he like focuses on the piano and not her. And you realize like, Oh, now he realizes like, Oh shit. She's good. Isn't she? Yeah. So that the music store run by Abe Lincoln. Did you notice that guy? (laughs) Yeah. The real Abe Lincoln looking dude. There's a, there's a, there's a couple of moments in the movie where that happens. Where like somebody's kind of like whatever, um, like I'm thinking, yes. I'm thinking about the sound the music, engineer. The record, yeah, the, the sound, sound engineer. engineer is great arc. Yeah, yeah. where by the end he, it's five, fucking six in the morning. Yeah, and, and he's are, just like he's just part of the yeah. group now, and that's like I've I have had that experience where you sit down, you spend a couple of super long nights recording, and then like the, you know the engineer gets it. It's it it. it that montage where they they do they they play that uh, song that has a little electronic uh, beat to it. Yeah, yeah. And it's just a montage of the recording process. That is like a hundred percent what that experience is like when when it's go when it's good when it's going good. Yeah. And everybody yeah, I, oh, everybody's I, vibing. But yeah, like I yeah. sat in on a recording once, and yeah, it's a blast. Um, and like they yeah they do a great thing where like they're getting it at a discount she's also what we learn is he really needs her because she's also his business manager essentially like she's the one who people are like is he any good and he's like i don't know and she's like he's great like she's they're, the they're, one they, who's like they have the tools uh, I, I, to, to a degree it's like they each have something that the other is lacking right yes like um, he, he's so, got like i guess the the ability or the means to play and she has like she knows what he needs. She has like the motivation, like knows what he needs to do where he's just kind of yeah. standing still. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, like going back to the music shop, we get this scene where he's like, yeah, let's try this song together. And this part makes me tear up because it's watching two people. Obviously it's not in the moment real. It's, you know, a movie, but it's two people developing a song together that turns out to be a beautiful fucking song. It really is. Um, yeah. The, me- it's the music in song. this is really good. It, uh, yeah, this deserved best song, 100%. Um, it, that was a great... That was the year of No Country for Old Men and There Will Be Blood, where it was one of those Oscar years where I'm just like, I agree with every decision being made. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Me. Every decision is going to be correct. Yeah. 
Um, and yeah, it's a great song and there he kind of brings her through it and then they play this song and you're like, fuck man. And Abe Lincoln is looks up like, fuck man, that's a good song. Um, he explains his ex-girlfriend on the bus via, um, via song. Yeah. Which is a deal breaker to me personally. Yeah. If I was on a date, I, but I was just, I but, like how they incorporate it where it's like, he's cause he, cause he really doesn't want to talk about her at first. Like, you know, he, she, yeah. she has to ask him a few times and then the only way he's willing to do it in this scene is if he kind of plays little jokey songs about explaining what yep. happened in his relationship. Yeah. And it's a musical. He fixes the vacuum finally and she gets approval of the dad by saying nothing's for free. You can tell he, she's, he, she's like, how much do I owe? And he's like, oh, it's free. And she goes, nothing's for free. And the dad's like dadness peaks. Yeah. He's just he's like, like, mm. All right, well, how about this much money? Yeah. My dad's sense is tingling. Yeah, and, then, and then he um, looks and, yeah. at his dad like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, and that's when he's like, "You want to stay the night?" And she goes, "says Fuck this." Yep. <laughs> Thanks, Bob. She does. That's that's yeah, that's he, when he fucks it up. Yep. And so he approaches her the next day, and it's basically him again. There's this two things happening. They're amazing musical partners, and there's this idea of romance that could fuck it up. And she clearly is like taking her time. And later, she's the one who starts pushing. Um, yeah. But like it. it so we, we've established his life, his family, and he's basically like, okay, I'm sorry I fucked up. Now it's you. And we focus on her. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We her, get and then we go family. into her apartment with her mom. And then I love the three, like, the three or four guys that just come in to watch television because it's the only TV yeah. announced. That is, I, I yeah. liked that, but it is very Garden State. Like it's very, yeah, it's, yeah. it's very like well, mid vacuum too. Very mid aughts twee. Yeah, the vacuum's tweet too when you think about it, but they managed not, not to do it. Not as much. Think... Like the the vacuum, I got more of the sense of it's clearly a family business. His dad's clearly had that shop for decades, so I think it's more oh. about being entrenched. I mean, her dragging around the vacuum oh, during the yes. day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That. It, they're setting up quirky first day, and I think this movie works um, because I mean, we already talked about it. They don't get together at the end, and I feel like that's one of the saving things where it's like they're setting up the twee because they sort of know like they're trying to make it cute they're trying to be like look at this like great little cute date they're on um but like him asking her to stay it's like it's kind of part of it is like you don't even fucking know me like you know we we know okay we you got your turn to tell me your life you haven't asked me shit too Mm -hmm. and so like we get that where it's like okay here is her life yeah and her life she's um like uh i don't know if she is czech she's 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 czech her husband okay her husband is yeah she speaks language he starts asking things like how do you say that in czech like um and he starts actually engaging in her life and asking her questions because he done fucked up um and then we we continue this idea that like they're really good partnership you know she Mm -hmm. this is where she like on the walkman sings but she clearly um has uh there has to be an element of, like, I understand why they're making it cute because there has to be that element of tragedy in order for the story to work. Right there. It has yeah, to yeah. feel like you, you know, the whole point of like the, the collaboration being this, this beautiful, but brief moment in time. So we have to, right. we have to feel the brevity. Right. And you can argue his needs. We like, have to feel the, yeah, lo- the we end. have to feel the loss of it is what I'm saying is what I meant. Yeah. And at the end, there's this feeling of like, you know, he should stay. Like that's what a romantic comedy would do. He has, he has less reason 
to leave, right? She has to stay is what we're she showing. She has to stay, They establish yeah. she has a kid. Um, she has all these things that it's like she can't leave. Um, we get his song about his ex with the, the little cracks, the escalated song, and they show like home movies. Yeah. And it's showing like that he still misses this ex. He and does. the ex, like the, the ex is basically the other in this where it's like she doesn't get a shake, fair shake, where it's like, we don't know. We really don't know with her if she's worth going to London, right? And he's going to London for her and for his, 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 his music career. Yeah, his, his dream. Yeah. Yeah. So now we're getting this moment where it's like he's going to London. So it's not like she's going to like beg him. So that's when she starts thinking about like, I should maybe talk to my ex. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this is at the same time they're um, deciding to record something together. Um, we get a delightful scene where they go. He like goes to the thrift shop. And he's like, you like it to the owner? And he goes, you're gorgeous. Like a lot of good grumpy old dudes. <laughs> There's a lot of grumpuses. I love the bank president, like the loan the guy. The loan manager. Yeah. They go into, at, they play him a little bit of the, his like home demos to ask for a loan to go pay for recording time. And, he, and the, after they play it to him, it seems like it's not landing. And so yeah. she takes the tape out kind of nervously and hands it to him. It's like, oh, you can you can take it home, listen to it, play it for your boss. I promise you, this is going to be a good investment. This is this is as long as we get a high quality recording, this is a hit. And he just kind of picks up the. He's like, let me see the guitar. Let me show you guys yeah. something. And he starts fucking rocking out <laughs> on his own little folk ditty. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, hard cut to him with a guitar, and they're both sitting there he's like doing the yeah. one leg. He's got one leg up. Yeah, it's and an then incredible cut to him. scene. <laughs> Yeah, cut to him approving their loan immediately. Yeah. It's a good way to throw away, like, how do they get this money? Because they, establish they don't have much money. And it's on theme again. It's the music idea. It's the idea that music yeah. connects people. Like, it's it brings people together. And it's it's uh, one of the universal languages, you know? Yeah. Um, we get, basically, we get a little meandering here a little bit. A little which bit. Which is like, she, like, she, again, his business manager, they go have dinner um, it's not the dinner scene feels like meandering. Everything else isn't. That was shot at the director's house. That's his friends and family, like his mom's in that scene. So it's just like they, they it's an hour and 20 minutes, which honestly, I appreciate that about this film. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and then he picks her up and they go out. That's when she reveals she's married and they get this like romantic walk, basically, where she tells her story um, and she talks about her husband um and that's when he asked do you love him and she replies in check and he says what does that mean and she goes on i looked it up it it means no i love you she's saying to him so she is into him right there mm-hmm. you can you can um, tell you you can't yeah, you, you can can't tell. you can't infer exactly what she said um, yeah. But you can tell that she's like into him in in the scene and in the chemistry and stuff. And they're in, they're, it's it's a it's a romance. They're into each other. We know it. Yeah, it's all and cute again, it's shit. A, it's it's a tragic romance where it's, they yeah. keep missing each other. Like one of them will be really into the other when the other one is thinking about a new life because they basically keep having these other commitments and they're playing this like game of chicken really, where it's like, right. are we gonna give up those other things for each other in our music? Or are we not? Right. You know? Which possibility are we going to pursue? 
Yeah, and then we get into the third act, or right before the third act, where they record it. And like we said, it's this great idea of, like, this guy isn't even getting paid enough because they haggled him down. He's there. He's not going to give them much of their time. And then he thinks they're a joke. And then both him and the band, because they get these street musicians who are like... Who want to play, I think, Thin Lizzy is all they want to play. Yeah, it's very funny. And they're like, I guess, you know, oh, it's uh, this is not really our thing. And he, he like when he's explaining stuff to them, they don't get it. And he's like, you do a lot of recording. And they're like, no. <laughs> and so that's what you're saying. Like, these are people who they sing into the void and it's one time and it's never recorded. Um, and this is the first time they're actually like taking something that they do and immortalizing it. Like, it's like, oh, yeah, this is actually like yeah. we're actually recording this. And basically, not only does the the engineer, but the band who didn't care start caring. And by the end, they're all like, they have this scene where they're like, it's 4 a.m. I mean, you know, is it good enough? And they're like, and the engineer is like, listen, guys, I'll keep going. Yeah, if you want, and you, they want, all you, guys, make just, you guys want to call it a night? Or you want to go get to go for another? Yeah. And they're like, let's keep going. And they all want to keep going. And that's kind of the defining moment. That and when he's like, let's do the car test. The car test. He's not getting... He's not getting paid to do the car test. No, normally like, they, uh, normally they have they just have you do the car test on the drive home. You know, it's yeah. <laughs> and he's like, "Get in my car. We're gonna listen to it on the speakers, shitty speakers." And then they like go to the beach, and it's clear that they've just built a relationship. Yeah, um, all around this collaboration, just this incredibly brief. We're gonna come together. We're gonna make this thing, and that's gonna be it. And I imagine for a recording engineer, I imagine this happens a lot where you sit down with a group and then you realize. This I could be here for history right now. Like this might be a classic. I don't album know. I don't I'm think it happens for. a lot. <laughs> no, it certainly doesn't happen a lot. And of course, when a band is big enough, it's like they know they're making history. Like yeah. the Beatles when they're recording, like you know, their last be. album. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're like, it's not like, oh, this could be history. It's like, no, we know well, it is by um, default. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and so like. I don't know. There's also, they focus on, they do, again, it's musical rules, right? Like the first song played, it's like, we're just going to listen to this song. They're just going to play the song. And then there's songs where they low, like, well, you can't just like sit here. Things have to happen. Um, and so into the third act, that's where she gets, she finds this piano in the recording studio, I believe, and sings this like sad song that she can't even finish. Um, yeah. And that's her song pouring her heart out to him, you know, like this is we're hitting the third act. This is all the cards on the table. Again, everything is conveyed in song. And he says, um, <laughs> I forget what, what does he, he says. Say? He says, did you write that for your husband? Right. Yes. <laughs> she says, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think maybe yeah, she wrote so- it for you. <laughs> right yeah exactly but that's how it that's how it keeps going like that's yeah the, yeah, the tragedy she sings but maybe this song she didn't. You, like, it, you, it could i honestly be either right and he says to her come to london with me and she replies can i bring my mother and that's like the perfect answer because it's like it's basically no like no i have so much here stay here you dipshit um like that's probably where she's coming from yeah the mail works fucking send your demo to london take it take the train to london right but he's just not over this x too so it's again it's and so that's when she's and uh, again it's it's not his fault because she was saying to him i have a husband i don't know maybe i should make that work so like what they both keep thinking is 
they're not into it. Yeah. Like that's kind of what it is. Yeah. Is that it's neither of them fault because they keep thinking like, well, they got their plans. Who am I to like, I could ruin this by being like, mm-hmm. no, I love you. Let's be together. And they, and he, they never have that moment where either of them and also, feel like the other is going to reciprocate. And also, you know, not just, you know, because it's uh, like he, st- he steps on a pretty major landmine their first day together. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Where he's like, "Do you want to stay?" And she's like, uh, right. "No." Right. So <laughs> I've had I've had situations like this. I mean, Hannah famously had to fucking like like spell it out. Um, yeah, I was <laughs> like, just, guys can be thick. Well, um, yeah, I'm just saying uh, in terms of like thick. he at this point he's you know yeah yeah no, but in his case he's like no. What I mean is that like that's always the thing where it's like. I can't fucking tell. And he shot his shot. It didn't work. So in his mind, he's like, okay, I'm not going to do that again. Exactly. Right? That's what I was going yeah. going for. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it's just like, no, the it was the wrong timing. That's all. Um, yeah. And then, and, and then ag- again, there's this idea that they both have perfectly good other things that they have to do. Yeah. Um, in their minds. So that like, he's like, you know, she wants her, yeah, like she wants her husband to come and raise this kid with her. Of course she does. Like, I'm not going to fucking fuck right. up. And she, I'm not going to like, she's like, he's got this ex that they have all this history together. And yeah. he's got a his lot of thing in London. He wants to go try to do. So he doesn't want to stay here. A lot of movies do this. Like the movie. What if that we talked about with Daniel Radcliffe, yes. a lot of romantic comedies do this, but they there's this spectrum right where like i think we brought up adam sandler in that one where you watch the wedding singer and you're like they made him like a monster the other guy he's like just walking around hitlering um they the sure world. did glenn yeah. Gulia. <laughs> yeah yeah exactly and so it's like a lot of these movies don't have the guts to sort of be to make it complicated right where like right, of I course think, they have to be with each other i think i probably mentioned it <coughs> excuse me when we talked about um what if? I'm sorry, if? I couldn't read. Yeah. yeah. Um, Sleeps is in Seattle. Where like right. Meg Ryan has to choose between Tom Hanks and Bill Pullman. And Bill Pullman's like kind of a Magoo, but he's like a perfectly nice guy. He's not a monster or anything. Right. This movie does what I think my favorite version, which is they simply put them under a question mark. We don't We don't know them. anything about them. We only yeah, know we only know what each of them is willing to tell the other about their exes. That's all we know about them. Right. So in our heads, we can be like, ah, fuck them. They suck. But it's like, do they? We don't know. We have a few, like, he has a conversation with her briefly, and she seems nice enough, you know? But it's like, no, we're rooting for them. But it's just like, we just don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they finish the album. They make this beautiful fucking music together. And I think that's also, they, it's, that's, that's also part of the theme, right? Because we don't know anything about the rest of the band, right? So they're all just kind of... Yeah. It's a it's a unique situation between him and her um, because they have this possibility of romance that's blossoming alongside their collaboration. But like part of the nature of this, you know, the 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 this brief moment in time idea is that it exists kind of free of context, right? Like you don't right. normally when we sit down and listen to a song, we don't know jack shit about any of the personnel. On you know, unless it's like right. Fleetwood Max rumors where we know like every bit of tea that was <laughs> too much. We know all of yeah. the rumors around rumors, but like most of the time, you don't know anything about like the bass player or like right. you know, like it's 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 a total mystery. It's just you know, and and none of that's they don't put that stuff in the liner notes. They're like no 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 no, it's the music. The music is what we came together to do. So it's right. I I I think that's I both appreciate that just from 
a directing decision in, in terms of making like a romantic drama like this, where it's like, well, no, it's just about these characters and their perspective and what they're re- sharing with each other. But it also yeah. relates to that larger theme about collabor- uh, of collaboration specifically in music and like how it's just kind of like, well, no, it's, it's work forward. And then like the, you know, the stories around the different people are kind of like, they don't, they're not what gets immortalized when you record it. Right. Yeah, listening to music is listening to one moment in time exactly. that's been immortalized. Yep. And it's like, you don't know what's around it, but you do know this. This is the thing. That this is, this made, is what they know? came together to express, was this yeah. three or four Maybe minute they hated song. each other. In a lot of cases, um, they did. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, so they finish this album, and basically that's when he's like, just come back. And she says, they'll be hanky-panky. Um, and she's basically taking her shot. Like, in a weird way, she's like, if I come back, they'll just be hanky-panky, and what's the point? Um, and that's when he should say, like, the point is I'll stay. But, of course, it just doesn't work. They don't have the right conversation in that moment. Um, he kind of fucks it up. She kind of fucks it up. They're both being too coy. You know, no one lays their cards fully on the table and says, like, listen, <laughs> I like you. I like this. We should do, you know, we should pursue this. He goes home, shows it to his dad. His dad is like so fucking supportive. He's just such a Irish fucking just like, I love you, son. His, I'll be fine. You go to London. Yeah, you go I mean, he, get he, famous. He plays it for his dad. Like he, it, he stops the tape and his dad is like, that's the greatest fucking song ever written. Like his dad is yeah, so exactly. like, this song fucking rules. Go to London. Sell this thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, and then, he they show he doesn't sleep, even though they didn't sleep the whole night. He's laid awake. And the next day he's looking for her. He goes and he hears the lady selling flowers, which is one of her job jobs. Yeah. Um, and uh, basically, he, ne- he never he never he never reconnects sees her never again. Sees her again. And he buys her the piano like we talked about and the fucking ending and the song plays and everybody cries. Um, and it pans out because from it's her. Their song. She's playing the piano. Yeah, she's playing their song. Um, yep. Showing it to her daughter and her husband's there holding their daughter and the guys are there watching and TV. He seems, and he seems like a nice he guy. He seems fine, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so like it's like that's the feeling of like at the end you're like, oh, he's not with like some piece of shit. He's not with some piece of well, shit. I think the only they thing just, we have I think the only thing she says about him is that he's older and it didn't work or something. Right. And it's like, okay, it seems like they have their lives and they're not involving each other. And it's a tragedy in the sense that like, that's it for their music probably. And that's it for them. I mean, who knows? There's something I wanted to to ask you about is in that last shot where it's in her apartment and she's playing, you know, she's over the moon about the piano. She's playing it and showing the bus. bus. Is he on the bus? I, I think that's the point, right? Yep. Um, it's a real, like, ambiguous-ass ending. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to think of... There's other movies that end similar ways. Yeah. I guess, like, Shane. Isn't Shane ambiguous? Um, Where you, it's yeah. one of those. So, yeah. You don't know whether or not Shane's dead, but although it, I yeah. think he, it's pretty clear he is, but... Um, yeah, but it's... It's... Um, it's I don't... Sorry. I, I was watching the ending of Shane recently, and he does look kind of alive, but... Um, the uh, but it's one of those where yeah the last shot turns and there's a bus pulling up, and then the movie fades up and so you could tell yourself, oh that's him, um, could coming be. back it could be but yeah but it's not really the point no um the yeah uh, but I think the possibility is also part of the theme so like throwing yeah. that last little possibility in there yeah you know what this reminds me of 
and I would argue is a may, way better and more polished version of. What's that? The Commitments. The Commitments. <laughs> yeah. Which, by the way, the main actor in this is the guitarist. Yeah, he's the guitar the player from The Commitments. He's an actual yeah. music. I forget the name of the band he was in for many years, but. I don't know. Because yeah. The Commitments didn't wow me. And I I liked the idea, which is about people getting together to form this one beautiful yeah, moment. Yeah, this one. Yeah, we fleeting. talked about that, like like the Full Monty and Calendar Girls, where it was like sort of like a type of British movie that was popular at the time of like you know regular folk getting together to do something great just this one time. Right, and I don't think this is the same filmmaker, um, but I do think someone might have looked at that movie and been like, "No, here's what you do," because they don't. This is, again, it's like, we don't know. This album, in this reality, obviously, in real life, it, it did quite good. Uh, this album, like, maybe no one will fucking hear it, you know? Like, maybe this beautiful piece of music is just going to get lost, uh, just like their relationship. Or maybe they get huge, they have to reunite. Like, we don't know. Um, but the, because the point is that they, for this one beautiful moment, these people came together and made something beautiful. Um and that's that. And I think the commitments was trying to do that, but it just didn't have enough of a story. Um, because the beauty right, of this it was is the too, near miss love yeah. is a perfect allegory for the music too, right? Right, and it, it's much more focused too. Like, uh, yeah. um, the commitments was way more of an ensemble, so it was b- yeah. by design much more unfocused on the individual characters. And more about just the the whole idea of the experience. Like it would be like yeah. they they basically distilled the commitments down into the recording montage. Yeah, this is a more refined version yeah. of what the commitments was trying to say. And so, like, yeah, the commitments came first, but I think this did it better. By the yes, way, uh, yeah, yeah, two two big fans of this movie is Bob Dylan and Steven Spielberg, apparently. Which I mean, I'm sure it has more fans than that, but uh, I I guess Bob Dylan had them open for him for a while after this movie came out oh nice um yeah and i think spielberg he knows a good film when he sees it yeah he's aware he, um, he can spot those yeah i can't stress enough the filmmaking itself is quite good subtle, it's subtly good but it is good it's a musical if you compare this to any other musical you'll notice like the beats are all the same and it is um i do and the structure yeah yeah it, it really it really yeah. does nail it very subtly um so that you don't even really notice it at first um yeah. but i did want to say like i we do need to emphasize or at least i feel like we should emphasize that it is this is it's totally handheld like it's it's a hundred percent like the same for that last shot roughly well yeah but like roughly the same kind of like digital camera you and your friends might have been fucking around with in 2007 to make a movie like it's, it's sort yes it looks uh, the quality is not good it's not good um, quality film but the directing is so good like it reminds me of watching mike flanagan's first film his kickstarted film uh, right, in, in, Ab- like, in absentia where it's like well the film quality is dirt but like you can this director is somebody you can tell absolutely that's that's what it, it's like <clears throat> You can tell the person holding the camera knows, knows what exactly doing, what right? they're doing. Yeah, because yeah, it wasn't lit. There was no lighting here. It's all just again stealing shots and shooting in like their own apartments on a on a dirt budget. That expensive shot was like a two thousand dollar shot, like, and that's it. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking up. I'm looking up the cinematography, and it's a it's a, a accomplished cinematographer. That does um, not the, surprise me at all. 
No, no, and that's the, what I. That's the thing. Is like I'm looking at the cinematographer. They've done plenty before and plenty after. They've been. They worked on 80 films, um, and it's like no, they're not. I'm looking at these films. I'm like they're not like amazing films, but like you can tell. You can tell that the cinematographer. Like it seems like what happened was yeah. this movie had a lot of backing. Um, a lot but of a lot of talent, be, just not a lot of money. Yeah, exactly. And they knew they were like, listen, the only way we're going to make money is if we make this. Gotta be, it's got to be very small, but it helps that the that's so. And I mean, you write the movie you can make, right? So it's like it's so right. that's why the story is so small and so focused and so personal. Yeah, and I would argue it kind of helps because it makes it more impressive to me watching this film and look and looking at it and being like. Wow, they're really making like a musical. Yeah, um, like a full. It's since been adapted into a stage production. Yeah, yeah, it is a musical. It's not even under musical. It's under music. And I'm like, dude, finish this. Finish the word. It's a musical. And I, I can't help. Listen, I really like Whiplash. That director's fine, but La La Land. It's just very funny to me that that movie is pulling out all the stuff. It's just like fucking song and dance, huge numbers, this big thing to do what this movie did for, uh, it says here, $150,000. Like yep. this, this to me blows that movie out of the water. Well, and it's such a, um, and doing what a, the exact what a, same idea. Essentially. I know it's quite, it's a little different, I was just, but yeah. it's just like, yeah, this is so much more effective. And I was just—that's what I wanted to say—is and and what a much so infinitely more profound and emotional statement about art than than yeah. La La Land was. Like La La Land felt like that's a very well directed movie, but it's very like that's the you, like you like you said you have to make the selfish choice. That's the selfish move. That's like the self centered sort of a, approach to art, not to take anything. You know, not to to, to diminish that it's, movie's message. It's talking about a bit of a different thing, but like this just, this one's just yeah. much more resonant and much more poignant to me. M- much more profound. It's La La Land struck me as a movie about art made by someone who'd never had hasn't to had struggle. to struggle very hard. Yep. Yeah, that's what it is. It's like a movie about poverty made by a rich rich person yeah. who like just simply you you can tell like oh you've never actually been poor have you like it, it was that like and i i don't know maybe that's i'm not correct about the writer and director of la la land that's just the that's what that movie is about i don't know yeah uh, um well i forget his name now if i could escape my brain but i don't know what his life was like but yeah that's the movie he yeah. made <laughs> yeah exactly and that like, just movie what is it, his like, name i forget um oh, I, I can anyway. look it up but part of the hand that like this being handheld plays into that where it's like it feels like a movie made. What it's Damien about? Chazelle. It's about Damien it Chazelle. Like that's right. It's about it, people on the street, street musicians. Exactly. Like it's, and so, like shooting it like a documentary almost on these yeah, shitty cameras yeah. is like it works even more because you're like, man, I can tell. I like I can tell these shots are stolen. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it it just really plays into it. And then again, I can't. It's just a really good reminder of what makes movies. And what I mean by that is like a scene with them singing in a fucking uh, uh, music shop on handheld camera is so much more moving to me than most musical numbers. And it's in just big flashy music. And it's just shot reverse shot. Yeah. They, they occasionally, like, I think once or twice they cut to the, to the guy up front being like, Oh, that's a good fucking song. 
Right. It's just them going, look, we know what we have, and we have uh, a fucking killer song, yep. and we're going to listen to it, and you're going to feel something. And like that, that's all we need. Yep. Um, we don't need to fucking, you know, movies are dazzle a, Movies you. are about emotion and character, Dave. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it doesn't need to be anything else. If you got those, if, you, if you're holding the right cards, you don't need anything else. Um, yeah. Uh, and so, like, fucking good on them. Holy shit. Now, yeah, now, to be clear, like, all of the technical th- parts of this movie <laughs> came together to present that emotion. Like, if this, yeah. if, the movie had, if this movie was not shot as well as it was shot, I don't think it would be half as effective. A hundred percent, yeah. It's it's just, it's got the talent, and it <clears throat> yep. knows it has the talent. Yep. So it doesn't need uh, it to be doesn't technically need a, amazing. A fucking billion dollars. Like, yeah, nothing against like Lord of the Rings. You no. can have both. You can have talent and all the money in the world, and you can make something amazing too. Yeah. But it's just like a nice reminder that like these are the core things we need to make a real movie. To make any movie, you need to have <laughs> also, these things. Also, like relatively speaking, Peter Jackson didn't have as much money to make those movies as as you might think. Oh yeah, I whenever I go back and watch the first Lord of the Rings, that one amazes me because that one they clearly the studio is like, we'll give you this. Much, he's really he's we'll... really making some magic in that first one. <laughs> yeah, the first one they're like they're like okay, Mister Fucking Bad Taste, the Frighteners. It's almost a Here... proof of concept, right? Yeah, yeah, it is. In fact, in the end, I always watch the end, and it it amazes me that the ending looks like LARPing. It's just right, a it's bunch just a, of orcs it's, it's and woods. people in the woods. It's just in the. Yeah. It's not like even a special or enchanted woods. It's just the no. woods. It's just the woods, which I think helps the movie ground it. Yes, where you're like, yeah, I have woods too. Um, but it is just people dicking around in the woods. It's very funny. No, um, <clears throat> that, that's anyway, a different that's movie. A different film. But man, I'm glad. I'm glad you liked once. Um, not everybody. I think not everybody will necessarily like it. It's just amazing to me because this film is. It is sappy. Um, yeah. Again, it's not bad sappy. It's just, it, you know, it's it, it, this is not a genre that normally gets me. I'm not a musical guy. I'm yeah. not really a romance guy. So when I run into one of these, it's like I feel really fucking exposed by it. Where I'm like, fuck, man. This they, movie's they calling got me, me out. Yeah. Yeah, they got me, and I'm I'm <laughs> like, I don't know why. I mean, I guess just it was well done. Um. It's also a real good watch with your grandma movie. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah, I could see that. I'll say, I bet my mo- I bet my mom loved this movie. I watched this with my parents. That was the yeah, when I first this, saw. This it. feels like a parent watch. I saw it in theaters, and it was like, "What should we see? Let's go see this movie." Lord knows why this was on our radar, but it was like we had an indie theater near us, and we went and saw it. And I remember coming out of it like, "Damn, yeah, I, fucking like, movie changed I remember, me." Yeah, I was like, I was not looking forward to this fucking movie, and it was quite good. Um, yep. It's like the last kind of movie that would entertain me. Yeah, I mean, I'm, just... I'm bewildered at your response to this movie. I mean, yeah, I don't this, even have this, a music this movie Because this movie was, was my 20s, so like this movie speaks to me. Uh, yeah, on, I mean, on a, I, on a, I mean, on a deep level. <laughs> I think I think it speaks to anybody who understands I, I, art, I, right? I know. I'm sure it speaks to anybody who you know understands human connection. I'm just saying, like, there's like, yeah. I have like this. I have this additional level of like identifying with it personally. <laughs> so it like yeah, resonates like, with me deeply. Yeah, they're just <laughs> looking at the screen, pointing at you. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I think it's it ultimately it's just it's a good movie. You know, it, it's a um, very it's an excellent movie. Yeah, it, it certainly didn't get bad reviews. It's nope. I believe it's like a ninety-eight a or a ninety-nine on Metacritic, and it nominated for yeah. a bunch of statues. 
Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> so it's like it's not we're not bravely saying how, how this good movie is. Good. Yeah, yeah, we're not like. Yeah. Uh, but it is like I think kind of this movie. I've never forgotten this movie, and I had only seen it once. <laughs> like the sorry, like waka the waka. title. Um, uh, but I I think people kind of it is one of those it's one of those films that it, I I can see people just sort of forgetting because why would they? Um, why would they remember? It and I can see people revisiting it yeah. and being like, oh wow, for a year this movie was everybody was talking about. Yeah, this movie. yeah. I mean, it's it's nowhere near as good a film, but I'm just it, there's there's always a movie like this, right? It's, especially in this time, oh, yeah. it felt like in the late '90s, and then throughout the aughts, there was like two or three of these a year. But like the King's Speech, right? Uh, where <laughs> like I have I have movies like this where I'll go back and watch a movie from <clears> like the like '82, and I'm like, this is a good movie, and then I Google it and go, oh. Yeah, it oh, yeah. won the Academy Award. Like uh, uh, everybody knew it was a good movie. Yeah, okay, yeah, like, I, like I watched Ordinary People for the first time on a plane this summer. And yeah, like, it was a pretty good movie. And then looking up, like, oh yeah, everybody agreed, it's pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not discovering anything new here. Okay, but, uh, got it. I'm not, not going to like introduce anyone to this film. Everybody kind of knows yeah. about it. Right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh man. Yeah, I got nothing else. Yeah, um, no, I mean, great film. Yeah, great film. Uh, this is. We will continue to explore Irish music films. Sweet. Um, I don't know how you're going to top this, uh, Mickey, for therapy. You won't. 2023. You won't. Yeah. Uh, Not I, that you I should stop trying, but I'm just saying this is. I'm pretty sure this is going to be the peak of these movies. Oh yeah. When I saw the list that Mickey had gotten me, and I saw one, so I was like, well, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> that's, 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 the, that's the I, one. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna. I love that one. Um, so it doesn't really matter what else. Like if I hate every other movie that you give us, it's fine. I mean, just know, like once. I fucking, yeah. I got to watch once. Yeah, I love this movie. I like um, the commitments too, but once is is way better. You're right. Yeah, I didn't hate the commitments or anything, but I, de- I, I, this is yeah. Mm, Good once. film. Good. Film. Everybody, check it out. Yeah, absolutely, um, absolutely. Yeah. So thank you, Mickey, for therapy 2023. Uh-huh. I hope you get that therapy you apparently need. Um, this was through our Patreon, patreon.com slash gamefully unemployed, G A M E F U L L Y unemployed. Um, we, we have custom, we just watched episodes. That's how this got made. Yeah. Um, but we also, for just five of your dollars a month, you can access, get access to Tom and Jeff watch Batman. Fox Mulder is a maniac. Mm-hmm. Star Trek, the next Futurama mm-hmm. and Spiel boys. Ooh. Those are all on there for just $5. If you want to kick in a little more. Uh, for ten dollars, you can watch movies with us every Friday night. That's a thing you can do. Yeah. Um. So check that shit out. Why don't you? Yeah. Why don't you? And while you're at why it, why don't you? Um. Why don't you head over to our Teespring store? Go to gamefullyemployed.com. You can find a link to our Teespring store. We have all kinds of cool original artwork and designs. You can get on t-shirts, mugs, stickers, posters, all sorts of things. So slap your little musical peepers onto that. Yeah. Slap your once folk, your once folk peepers. music peepers. Yeah. Just your, and your, don't have kids. Your weepy little bearded peepers wearing peacoats. Yeah. Your peacoat peepers. Yeah. Yeah, I watch this with subtitles on, by the way, because otherwise I'm like, I don't know what the fuck these people are saying. <laughs> <laughs> these people are speaking a different language. Good on them. It's like a secret code. Yeah, real bold. Real bold. Real bold. I bet they're yeah, talking real about bold. us. Yeah, real bold of Ireland to make up that accent. Yeah, that's a real. You know? <laughs> They've just been trolling the world for hundreds of years. 